Tim, we're back at it. The Friday Shorty edition. What's up, the Tim? Friday Short. Friday Shorty. That sounds so funny. I, I It used to be bonus. Now it's the Shorty. I don't care. It's, I like it's, the Shorty. It's always fun to do it on Friday. You like the Shorty? When you come out of a cold pool. <laughs> <laughs> George Casanza. So what's going on? We're, we're, we're both kind of back in the swing of things. Tim's back in his, his house. How's it feel? Back in the home home office in Illinois. Got back uh, late yesterday afternoon after a, trip, a five-day trip or a four-day trip from Scottsdale back to Illinois. I stopped a couple days in Santa Fe, then a day in Tulsa, and back home last night. So back at it, just in time for the weekend. Yeah. Birthday weekend, too. Oh, so. shit. Got any big plans? Bowling alley pizza? I have absolutely... I have absolutely no. I think we're going out to dinner tomorrow night. Uh, the birthday's on Sunday, as you know. I celebrate it with my best friend's wife. Her birthday and I we share a birthday, August sixth. So, mm. uh, Megan and I will be uh, we'll go out to dinner with our respective spouses on Saturday night. Probably that's about it. So, are you one of those that celebrates the week, the weekend, or the day? <laughs> and if you ask my wife, she'll say. Tim doesn't give a shit about his birthday, and I really don't. It's always just another day to me, but my wife really is into birthday, so yeah. I've kind of been forced to over the last 10 or so years to kind of embrace. Yeah, Tim, you only get one a year, and who who knows how many more we're going to get. Come on. <laughs> That's a good point. I should really embrace this weekend. It could be the last Remember one. Remember uh, the name of the podcast we changed. It used to be Not Dead Yet. I don't know how long that's going to be going up for, but anyway. Well, we both have fathers who passed re- relatively early yeah. in, in in their in their lives. So my father passed at fifty eight. I'll be fifty six on Sunday. So it's creeping up. Yeah. Uh, I, I no, hope it to does, live a, it, at least another fifteen or twenty. But it does enter your mind. My dad passed at sixty six, and I always kind of gauge that. Okay, I got eleven years to. <laughs> Yep. But hopefully I live longer than that. But By the way, real quick, before we jump off into something that you want to talk about, did you, I must say on the drive back, this is like the fifth or sixth time that we've done this, where we go to Scottsdale for a few months. Uh, we did it for the first time during the summer because of all the travels we had this winter with work. Um, big shout out to all the truckers out there. Uh, those guys, I can't imagine um, the stress levels truckers have. Um, I, you know, just as I'm traveling from Scottsdale to you know Arizona to Illinois, you, uh, thousands and thousands of truckers, and um, you know they deliver stuff that make us um, build pro, you know, build homes. They get food to our tables. So big shout out to the truckers, um, and a big. Thumbs down to the assholes that don't know how to respect truckers. And you see them when you're on the highway. The the drivers that just don't care about anybody that's on the highway. They're just out to be on their own. And Ooh, um, Tim, I didn't you know, know this I, was going to be a trucking tirade. Come on. No, I just, <laughs> after, you know, 2,200 miles of driving and, you know, I respect and, you know, kind of you gauge the ability to get it in and out of traffic. And I just, like I said, I, there are people out there that piss me off because they're bad drivers. And I, I can't imagine being a trucker with that sort of weight and just 
Shout out to the truckers. Speaking of weight, um, <laughs> you know, if anyone sees me knows I have a, uh, you know, a little bit larger than normal stomach. So sometimes when I drive, drive long distances, my belt buckle like jabs into my gut. So mm-hmm. <laughs> this is too much information column, but I undo <laughs> my belt buckle while I'm driving. So it doesn't, you know, irritate me. And so I pulled up to my, uh, we had a, you know, fishing last week. So the whole group was loading trucks and stuff. And I get out of the truck and the first guy that sees me is a former state patrolman. And he looks at me and he goes, oh my God, you look like the truckers that would get out of their trucks because they probably do the same thing for traveling so long that they're adjusting their belts and their pants and stuff. That's that's, a, that's a good, (laughs) that's a good look. (laughs) Nice segue. I love that. Yeah. All right, Tim. So I got a quiz for you today. I love quizzes. I know. But this will be easy. So I pulled two uh, emails that were sent to me this week, and we'll get into where they came from and all that stuff. It says here, I just want to read this. It says, with 1.13 billion websites and 20 created every minute, the internet constantly competes for our attention. Audience engagement is valuable for every website, and the average time spent on on a website can indicate how valuable and captivating content is and how engaged visitors are. So which websites hold our attention best? B2B Marketplace Design Rush is the name of the company. Analyze website traffic data to reveal which websites create the best user experience and most engage audiences. So I'm going to ask you, Tim, what was the most engaging website I want to say mechanical.com. Oh, that's um, in the top 10. It, yes. No, <laughs> top 10. You know, my, my, my first thought is, are we talking like a, an Amazon or are we talking ESPN or are we going somewhere like a Pornhub? I, I, I've got a lot of different areas I can go here. I, honestly, I engaging, I'm assuming, uh, well, something that's media related. So I'm going to go with, um, a TMZ.com or something like that. Okay. So Amazon is in, is number five. Okay. Um, YouTube is number one, Tim. Okay. That makes sense. I, I didn't really think yeah, of social media. I side. never thought of YouTube or Instagram or something. Yeah. Uh, it says 4.6 billion users per month. Makes sense. Um, and the average duration is 20 minutes 25 seconds. So, yeah, I mean, that does make sense. Well, I know a lot of people that actually use YouTube as their form of streaming it, on their smart TV. Yeah. So I'm wondering, you know, how much that plays into it as well. That is true. M- my mom, <laughs> bless her, she, uh, she's into uh, K-pop, <laughs> Yeah. Like BTS, we've, we've had we've talked about we've talked about this a little bit on previous. It's podcasts. a little um, alarming. I don't know, but she, you know she likes it. She's eighty six, so let her do her thing. But <laughs> yeah, she, she likes it, so she's always going on YouTube for an eighty six year old woman going on a smart TV and you know finding YouTube and finding these Korean videos. I got to give her credit for navigating through that. But yeah, she's she's a. Uh, so now when I go on YouTube, everything is Korean. Like I can't, 
<laughs> I can't even like find what I'm looking for because all the suggested posts are something Korean or K-pop or whatever. So, yeah. What what's like number two and number three? I'm curious. So number two uh, is Live.com. So it's Microsoft's website for Outlook email. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I mean, that's does that count? I mean, once again, it's it's back to a streaming platform. So I'm wondering, just the inherent, you know, nature of the the platform. If that, like, what's number three? What's number? Well, LinkedIn that- is number three. Uh, One point seven billion monthly visits. Everybody's looking for a new and better job. Um, actually, well, LinkedIn is something I didn't use for quite. I like everybody else had LinkedIn 15 years ago or whenever it first started. And then I like 10 years, I never used it. And just within the last three or four years, I've started using it again because I feel like it gives me more information that I I like nowadays. And number four is Twitter. And we've just talked about this on on a call (laughs) about actually scrubbing Twitter off of our social media, because first of all, we don't really use it. And second of all, it's just so weird. It's now X. It's called X, Tim. X, yep. It's a back to Pornhub. It's it's X, X.com, which is what he wanted to originally call um, PayPal when he first created PayPal. Yeah. Everything's X. SpaceX, isn't, doesn't he do SpaceX? That is correct. Yeah. Uh, so those are the top five, and, you know, Amazon.com. And number six is Instagram. Number seven, I've never heard of. <laughs> so most of these, what I would not traditionally call websites as much as I would call platforms, yeah. uh, social media, Instagram. I, I mean, YouTube in a day when it was first created was more of a social media platform than it was a website. I, I, I mean, Amazon, it, it's a, it's a sales site. So, okay. I makes sense. I mean, eight, like number eight is duck, duck, go. I don't even know what that is. Which is like Google. Yeah. It's like Google. Yeah. And we're not, did you say we're, we're number 13? Mechanicalhub.com? Uh, 11. Yeah. Just outside <laughs> the top 10. You know, well, why wouldn't Google be number one? I would think that would be. I, I Absolutely. That'd be the, it's the most visited. Hey, Google. Hey, you know, even when you're, you know, doing a search, I don't know if that qualifies as a website, but it's a, well, it's a landing I, page. It is, and my guess, though, is you're doing a quick search. You're on there for, what, 20 seconds, and you're off. Here's the second part of this quiz, Tim. Another email came in. A study conducted by cybersecurity experts VPNPro.com examines Google search data to discover which social media apps Americans wish to delete nationwide in each state. Um, so which do you think is the number one app that Americans want to delete the most. It's surprising, according to this research. Facebook? Uh, that's number two. Twitter? Uh, it's number four. So you're, you're on the right track. These are all, you know, social, social media. media platforms. Is it LinkedIn? So in, I mean, Instagram uh, is number one. Instagram? Okay. Well, look, I'm married to a person that is on her phone for work a lot, but she's also, I mean, 
five o'clock in the morning. She's checking her apps. She's checking her social media feed. Yeah. She's spending 30 minutes in bed. I get up, I wake <laughs> up, I crawl out of bed, I go make coffee and I jump on my laptop and start working. She wakes up differently. She likes to search for 30 or 40 minutes and just kind of slowly get into the day by seeing what all her social media pals in the world are doing. So I get it. Yeah. I, it's a time sucker. So it says on average, there are 1,181,302 combined searches every month on how to delete or deactivate Instagram in America. The highest search volume of any social media app. Wow. Let's see. And here I am teasing my wife. I mean, you've got two teenage kids. I mean, yeah. You see it daily. I'm guessing they live on their phones. TikTok and Snapchat is what they use. Um, is it? Is it TikTok now? And I'm sure there are others that they use. I just, I don't, I don't know. But what's up? It says uh, California, oh. Texas, New York, Florida, and Georgia are the most interested in deleting Instagram. And then, like I said, hmm. Facebook is second. Snapchat is third. Twitter fourth. TikTok fifth. And then it's rounded out by like Reddit, LinkedIn, YouTube, WhatsApp, and Pinterest. Pinterest? Pinterest. I didn't so. still have a Pinterest. Oh, I had a Pinterest. I still have a Pinterest account. I had a bunch of recipes in it. That's about all it was good for for me. But this is so arbitrary. I mean, one, one, <laughs> one, one study says YouTube is the most engaging website. And then this one says it's a top 10 social media app that people want to delete. So... I, I don't know. I could see Instagram, Facebook, you know, some of these. Well, these are these are apps they want to delete, yeah. not apps they are deleting. So it's, you know, the, the proverbial, I'm on my phone five hours a day and four and a half hours is on this damn app. I want to delete it, but I don't delete it because I like to spend four and a half hours on that app. I, that's a that's an analogy. It's yeah. not what I do. And I but. think like Instagram and you know something could rub you the wrong way, or you know you there's something negative, or there's something bullying aspect. I could see you wanting to delete that, but like YouTube is that's somewhere where you would go, right? You're not like you'd want to go and just search information or you know something interesting. I. Quite honestly, I used it last night when I got home. There was something we hadn't been home for three months. I get home and down in my mechanic room, there's a beeper going off on one of our our uh, one of the products in our mechanical room, and I was like, mm, I don't know where the the software is, the book for the software is. So let me do a YouTube real quick, and that's exactly what I did. Yeah. I Googled YouTube video popped up. It showed me what the code was and i fixed it right away it was something simple it just the power had gone off while we we're gone and it needed to be reset yeah. so um yeah i i find youtube is a educational yeah you know research tool but the other ones are like i could see people like i mean i know people who have just deleted accounts because they just it's just too much or it's just too negative or it's just you know some people aren't the same people as on, you know, on social media as they are like in real life, you know, there's like that disconnect too. So, um, absolutely. Yeah. So that was my, and we all, we all know keyboard warriors out there that talk a big game <laughs> yeah. when, when they're, when they're, you know, anonymous and stuff. So I didn't, did I tell you that your buddy he's, he's deleted off of Instagram? Did he? 
It wasn't my buddy, but he was somebody <laughs> that had had said something, and I I found it very offensive. And then, um, yeah, I'm I'm glad he's deleted. If you go on that chat or that that post where there was that engagement, he, it's it just says it doesn't have the account name. It's just it says N U L L, like it's been scrubbed. See ya. Like he's been scrubbed. Yeah. Mm, too bad. Yeah. So anyway. All right, JP. So you're off this weekend to visit family in Michigan. Yeah, I'm going to Michigan over the weekend. My sister lives there. She lives on a lake and just going to go have some fun. And we do this every year. But you told me that there's a NASCAR race. They live 10 minutes from the track. They did not tell me about yeah. a NASCAR race. And <laughs> MIS right there, Michigan International it's Speedway. 10 minutes is, from uh, the-, the Irish Hills are, Irish Hills are calling you, JP. Uh, yeah, there's a race on uh, Sunday. So I was thinking about you know taking my son, and I asked him. He's like, I don't know anything about NASCAR. And I said, well, they just go in circles. You just watch them. And he's like, I don't know. And I don't know if I can invest you know four hours of that's that's probably the time I, I looked it up. I think it starts at one or one thirty, and I need to be back, you know, Sunday night. So, yeah, no, I get it, but it's look, I I enjoy a good NASCAR race. In fact, I was watching the SRX race last night on TV when I crawled in bed about ten fifteen. So, um, no, I I wish I would have known a little earlier so I could have planned better, but I just can't. I can't yeah. swing that. But um, it'd have been cool, you know. Well, and enjoy time this weekend with the family. It's uh, it's August. The kids are back in school here in a couple of weeks, so not too many more of these weekends before school starts. I know um, my wife and I have a bunch of yard work to do this weekend. Even though it's my birthday, I expect her to have a big honeydew list. Oh. And uh, well, take some pictures and send the house- them to me. Of you know, you uh, I want to see some yard work being done. <laughs> I'm not much of a yard work kind of guy. She's the yard work person. I tend to focus on all the cooking and shopping and doing all this stuff indoors. But when I saw my backyard last night, I was like, this may be a two person project. I mean, just for, you know, the sake of, of, uh, savvy your dog, maybe they, you know, she would appreciate a little room to move around in the backyard. (laughs) Yeah. There's some overgrowth in certain areas. We, the yard's been mowed and stuff while we were gone, but there are some weeds that need to be pulled out of the flower beds and it's pretty gnarly looking, but um, all the ornamental grass that we have is ungodly high. So it needs to be trimmed down a little bit. So Tim, it just reminded me of something. I don't know how, but um, so for this fishing trip I went on last week, there was a guy that went on the trip and he couldn't go this year. And his, one of his jobs was he, he smoked a brisket and then he vacuum Mm -hmm. sealed it. And then he brought it up to, you know, the trip and we would have it one night and it's always like the best brisket and all that. So my friend and I decided he's actually my boat partner, Brant boat mm-hmm. partner. I use that. <laughs> term loosely. But um, so we decided to have like a, a like a cook off or a smoke off, you know, who's oh, going to, who's going to yep. have the best brisket. And so I smoked the brisket and then uh, I cut, the point off and made burnt ends. That's how you, you know you do it. But I I mm-hmm. I watched this YouTube video <laughs> talking about YouTube. I watched this YouTube video that one of my other buddies told me to watch. His name is Malcolm Reed. You know this big Southern guy who you know he mm-hmm. must know barbecue because he just looks the part, right? 
And so I didn't follow his steps correctly. And so my burnt ends were just chewy steak bites is what I called them. And so we get up there and he's got, my buddy's got his smoked brisket and burnt ends and I've got mine and we vacuum sealed them like a week prior to mm-hmm. going up there. And I listen, his, his, his burnt ends were so good. I'm, I can't even, I'm like, all right, I concede you won this part of the deal, right? They just perfectly cooked and, you know, taste and they melt in your mouth. And mm-hmm. I was like, ah, oh, damn. Mm-hmm. So I got the brisket. This is the last thing I got is the brisket against his brisket. And so part of the heating up process up there, we brought a sous vide where it's just yep. like just long heating stick that you put in a pot of water. And it's basically like poaching the, the, the you know, the meats back to temperature, mm-hmm. but they're yep, still I've in the one. vacuum seal. And yep. so this other guy that was up there actually brought this kit. He goes, I have this kit where you just put a piece of tape on the vacuum seal and you all this and you, you insert a thermometer. So, you know, you're at temperature and we're like, Oh, great. And he goes, there's, it, there's a, a way that it water will not get in to the vacuum seal. So it, it's just, you poke this in, it keeps the temperature. You can monitor what the temperature is. And I'm like, awesome. Like 30 minutes before, you know, we're supposed to take it out and the temperature's getting up. I, I pull his up and, you know, it's got the thermometer in there and I pull mine up and mm-hmm. it's full of water. Full of water, Tim. We have we, we have a leak. It leaked and I call sabotage. Somebody sabotage my brisket, Tim. Uh, and he's like, well... I don't think you vacuum sealed it correctly. And I'm like, I did because it was vacuum sealed for a week to 10 days in my freezer. Yeah, yeah. We brought it up there and it was vacuum sealed. I think what happened was in the moving of it, something bumped or, you know, scratched or just put a little nick in there. And yep. so I ended up putting it in the oven for like a half an hour at 300 just to dry it out. It was fine. It was, it was, they're both very good, but I, when I got home, or actually, I, I texted Monica during the trip. Yeah. I said, can you buy a brisket, and Sunday I will cook one up? Because I was so, like, <laughs> just so like, obsessed about this. Fired up about this. So then when I, I got back last Saturday and Sunday morning, I smoked a brisket. And I went yeah. back to Malcolm's YouTube page, and I watched it correctly, and I made the burnt ends. And Tim, oh, my God, they melt in your mouth. I did it right. I did it right. I was going to say, otherwise, I'm going to send you like Barbecue University with Steve Rickline or some Myron <laughs> yeah. Mixon, you know, stuff, you know, send you some YouTube no. videos of their stuff. It's just a reminder out there that people just follow the directions. What do they say? RTFM, read the effing manual, right? Just follow read directions. I just didn't F-ing do that. Manual. And uh, it showed, but I did it this time. And man, it was, it was a hit. It was a hit, Tim. Would you, did you add some mustard to... Used to no, not not this one. I just it's basic, basic spices and stuff. Okay. No, I didn't put any mustard on it, but um, that's more for like pulled pork and stuff like that. But um, you, I guess you could. I guess you could, but all right. Well, I'm glad it turned out, and I I, I kind of knew what had happened on the fishing trip because you talked to me about it previously. But glad that it still turned out okay. 
It wasn't perfect. It was still okay. In addition to that story is that I'm, I love to make my own sauces. That's part of it. And, yeah. you know, I used to obsess about the the rub and make my own spices, all that stuff. And now I'm more lenient on that. But I like making barbecue sauces. What man doesn't like a good rub? Yeah, exactly. So, um, but the sauce, uh, I listen, I cut off the fat off the meat. And then I recooked the the fat so it would render down to like just basically oil. Yeah. And so then I would take that oil and like re-smother it over the brisket mm-hmm. at some point mm-hmm. during the, the smoke. And then I would I would just use all the those ingredients and um as far as the burnt ends, you use some beef broth and some, you know, other stuff. And so I just combine all that stuff. You got to get all the fat out of it. And I use that in addition to other spices to make a Texas barbecue sauce. And yeah. so I made that for the trip and I forgot it. <laughs> I forgot. Oh, I shit. forgot that. So then I was just like, dang, man. And so when I came back, I wanted to use the forgotten <laughs> barbecue sauce and it turns out Monica threw it out. <laughs> so I had to make it again from scratch. So that was another um, reason to, you know, redo the brisket and redo the, the barbecue sauce. So it's uh it was pretty good. Well, it's pretty but, good. Yeah. I was going to say the redo was top notch and you were yeah. happy with it. End of story. End of story. We'll go have fun in Michigan. All right. Take take a take a brisket with you. Smoke one in Michigan.